Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Whether you're a long-time listener, first-time listener, or the same, it really is appreciated for tuning in and for clicking on this podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Samaritan, the film that hit Amazon Prime last week, I think it was, directed by Julius Avery. Famously, for me anyway, directed the Overlord film that came out in 2018, which was just kind of like a shock to the senses at times. I thought it was a pretty uh, entertaining enough film. Wasn't the best, but still did enjoy Overlord. And from the trailers, I thought that Samaritan could be something of a breath of fresh air in the superhero genre. It's kind of ironic in a way that on my No Podcast episode, I, I did a, a kind of a side tangent talking about how I've said it before, in fairness, numerous times about how like kind of superhero fatigue I have at the moment where I do really enjoy the superhero genre, love Marvel, love DC, all of that. There's always, even right now with Marvel's bumpy ride of phase four, was it? Sorry. There was still a couple of gems that were in there, but still at the same time. I'm a little bit fed up of it, and like I just I don't know, like kind of look for something. I'm looking into other other genres or whatever to uh, get my kicks. Uh, but Samaritan, obviously, the irony is that this is a superhero film. Um, one of those that from the trailer looked really gritty, really dark. Basically, the kind of tone that I was hoping for that would make me kind of not fall back in love with superhero films, but you know, kind of enjoy them more. So again. Um, sadly, I would say that the tone itself for this film is a pretty mixed one because from the trailers, I say it looked pretty like almost like DC-esque in the sense of, you know, grounded, grey, utilising the weather or whatever, making it really moody and such. You've got a character such as Stallone, who's a superhero in hiding, having kind of to come out of retirement, this and that, a very older, should I say, superhero it seemed like it could have been something pretty great. It almost, in a way, when I was watching it, I was kind of sat there and I was like, God, if only like M. Night Shyamalan had done an actual sequel to Unbreakable, I know he did Glass, but an actual one focusing on Glass's character, maybe even this kind of, you know, kind of setup where you've got a, an older Glass who has not really used his superpowers or whatever for a number of years, forced to come out of retirement, maybe that would have been a a good enough sequel like I've, I would have I would have enjoyed that because they're the kind of elements of Samaritan that I enjoyed the most because overall it's a pretty um yeah it's not the best film anyways but there's still some all right moments in there but we're going to talk a little bit more about it as, as as I've already spoken enough already but still Samaritan is the film we're going to talk about on this episode and as usual thank you so much for clicking in the podcast is available on Apple Spotify and Google Podcasts as to rss.com Jump onto Facebook as well and search Joe Blogs About Films. Give us a like and a follow on there. Don't forget as well to hit the notification button on Spotify so you can be notified when new episodes are uploaded. Um, and yeah, leave a review as well while you're at it. That too would be appreciated. So here we are then, Samaritan. In Granite City, decades ago, famed superhero Samaritan and his twin brother Nemesis supposedly fought to the death. In the present day, a teenage boy living on the poverty line named Sam wants to believe the rumours that Samaritan is still out there. And as I say, on the back of the trailer, I was really kind of thinking, you know what, this could be like something that I've wanted from the superhero genre. Um, it overall was, and it was very samey. This is the thing that I felt that... Like, I'm going to come to the tone and such, but I just felt at times it was too much of a contrast because there's some moments in this that are really entertaining enough, mainly just between Sylvester Stallone's um, Joe Keery and uh, the uh, young Javon Walton's Sam Cleary. Those two together, they've got some really good moments, some really strong moments. I did find their, that whole side of the film enjoyable. It's just the other side, the villain, which I'll talk about, which is just 
beyond cliche and brings nothing new to the, this is the thing nothing new to the table sums up this film in a way but yeah i did feel that there were some strong moments but there was also some really kind of just oh my word some bad bad moments but the film is based on the 2014 graphic novel from mythos comics and it is like a like most people know now it's quite difficult in this day and age to make a superhero film without it feeling samey and this is why I kind of wanted to check this one out because on the back of the trailer, I did think it was going to be something that, I, you know, like I said, like I've said already, a breath of fresh air. But I liked the grittiness and the grayness of, of what it, what the approach was. Um, it's not glam and sparkly, say, as, as, as like the MCU. And, and overall, you do get a good aesthetic of the film. You know, you, the story is brought around this very derelict town. You've know, got rundown buildings, junkyard and such, and just seeing how Sam has to, you know, live with that say poverty is on the rise people are out of work all of that works really well like i said the location and what they did with the film the settings and such was really great just the story laid down the story is brought is brought through the lead obviously jervon waltz and sam cleary who is a fan of the superhero samaritan and believes that the character survived his final fight between him and uh, between samaritan and nemesis there is a charm to sam's character like he's a young kid that wants to do the best he can in, in this crime-stricken town. Um, he does still believe in superheroes, but it's not exactly his best performance. You know, just that, like I've said, it feels way too similar, uh, familiar, I should say, sorry. And then you've got him wanting to do what's best for his mum, even if that means committing a crime. So you're already seeing how he's kind of getting sucked into that crime field world. But by getting into that wrong crowd, it does bring him and Stallone together. And how they meet is pretty cool. Like, there's a sequence that you've seen in the trailer when I think there's a gang that's surrounding Sam and Stallone steps in, and all that's really great. It's just, as I say, other than there's not really many memorable moments, other than probably the third act of the film. Because Stallone does play this character really well. I will give him his due on that one. He plays this gruff, almost defeated character in Samaritan or, or Joe Smith. What a bog-standard name that one is as well. Um, he's got the face for it, let's be honest. He's forever seeing the worst in society. He's got that, you know, he's got the eyes of someone that has seen and fought through so much already. Just doesn't want to be doing that anymore after this fateful night between him and his brother, where obviously one of them died and he's having to kind of carry that weight. And you can still see that guilt and that weight that's been carried over between what happened to him and his brother and it's nice as well that they don't just kind of give it you all um, in this film. I like just give you the backstory. You get a really cool uh, animation at the at the opening, just showing like the backgrounds of of what happened between these two characters. It's very like great use of the color red. It looked very comic book esque. The narration could have been better. I'll give it that one, but we'll leave that one out. But as I say, these brothers were turned against each other following their childhoods. Everyone saw them as freaks due to their strength, due to obviously how different they were. And in that led to their parents being killed, in particular the mother that obviously has such a hold on these on these two kids. They were aiming to take obviously the kids out, but instead they killed the parents. And that sent these two brothers on two different complete paths. One fighting for justice, the other wanting for humanity to pay for the deaths of their parents. Um, and it seemed obviously that both of them had passed within this fight, but that's not how it played out in the film. As I say, this Stallone's Joe Smith, uh, Samaritan that is, you know, he's he's having to constantly, like I say, he's carrying that weight. I, I get the vibe that he would like to step in, but he's choosing 
to keep his head down and that's only until he's pushed too far and he's got to step out of retirement you get that conflict all the way through there's like i say it's only because of sam and his relationship with sam as that grows and grows over the film you know sam is pursuing this character wanting to believe that he is in fact samaritan and that flourishes from there they're the moments that i did enjoy i also quite like the costume side of things for stallone's character because He's always in big clothing. He's in like big coats or hoodies. He's always got his hood up as well to hide his... Essentially, obviously, the, 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 the actual padding himself, obviously wearing big coats, is to hide his size and strength and not to give anything away that he could be a superhero. And obviously by keeping the hood up as well, you know, keeping his eyes out of sight, out of mind, keeping himself out of sight and out of mind. Um, but this is it. It's, it's only due to Sam stumbling into his life that the truth is uncovered, that he is, in fact, a superhero. Which leads me to, obviously, the villain of the piece, who's called Cyrus... Played by Pula, uh, Pilo Aspek, and I apologise if I'm mispronouncing that, but basically he's one of the characters, what are you playing? He played someone in Game of Thrones, you'll know him when you see him, but also he's an overlord. He's very cliche in this film. In fact, there's times when he's so over the top that I just really couldn't be arsed with it. Um, he's the, the, the classic cliche of, I'm here to finish what someone else started. All that, like literally, like I've said, nothing new to the table. We've seen that a thousand times with villains. And it's, it's weird in these kind of films how they do go for that trope all the time. This villain is easily the weakest part of the film. Very 90s at times. There were so many things that bugged me about this character or the or the, the baddies in general in this. Like, just these, and this could be nitpicking, but it really did my head in how the villains all drove in all black fast cars. Like, could that be any more stereotypical villain? They may as well just put We Are Villains on the side or had that on like t shirts or something because they were really just really on the nose you know what i mean there were like lingering shots on weapons in particular bombs as well and it's the case of like spoon feeding that of i'm a bad guy i'm going to throw this bomb or even worse like i'm really mad so i'm going to go destroy the tv i'm watching because of the news reports upset me or something like that it just the, the whole villain itself it just didn't i didn't like it at all there were some cheesy lines in there like these one-liners that were just like i said felt so I want to say nostalgic, but not in a good way. You know, like something that you hear in like Batman and Robin or something daft like that. Those kind of those kind of one-liners, and also the 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 costume for the for the uh, for the actual villain uh, Cyrus, very Bane-esque, like very Bane-esque. There's a moment as well when he does this kind of speech to rally up and get more people on his sides. And again, it's like, literally, if you'd have just put Tom like Hardy's voice in there, or even if you just did a, a bad Tom Hardy impression, it would have been dead on you. It was all like, take back what's yours, and stuff. It was just way too, way too similar. Great for inspiration, don't get me wrong, I do like it, but I just felt that um, he was just over the top at times, like fighting and letting out these roars in between. I'm like, you're not a bloody lion, mate, calm down. <laughs> but I did enjoy it. One of the things I did enjoy with the villain is that there's a few score, there was a few parts of the score on his first couple of entrances that were really like, I thought were effective. This kind of like high tune back and forth, like a drone almost of a violin, really slowly giving off the sense of like uneasiness. And it also obviously did really well in filling in those long pauses in between lines. But yeah, villain, <clears throat> really, really uh, not great. Uh, the other, one of the other cast members in this is Martin Starr, famously playing Mr. Harrison in, I think it's Harrison, in the Spider-Man films, obviously Far From Home, and I think he's in all of them, actually, the, the, the home trilogy, basically, but he plays a character, Albert Castle, who's like a bookshop owner that also has written a book claiming that Samaritan is alive, and again has been, and again has been pursuing this theory for over 10 years. And again, a classic character trope with this one, you've got a room that he, that he utilises, and He's got all his findings, all his research, you know, a full map on the wall with strings pinned up from locations and possible sightings. Literally, the typical traits of someone that's into conspiracy theories and obviously, yeah, well, this theory in particular. 
he is a likable character, but again, he's one of these contacts that Sam has whenever Sam thinks he's found Samaritan over the years. And again, there's some great humor in there, some nice back and forths of like the, the you know uh, Martin Starr's character being like, "Oh, who is it this time?" Like a junk, you know what I mean? Like you've heard it all before, mate. It's not really, um, yeah, nothing, nothing new. And this is it. Like I say, the 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 pacing overall isn't too bad of the film. It's an hour and forty. It's on Amazon Prime, so it might be worth a watch if you're into that kind of thing. It doesn't exactly breathe any new life into the superhero genre. And like I said before, I, I wanted to check this out because it did look different. It did look kind of gritty. It did look great. You know, the 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 moodiness of the film, as I say, the gruffness of Stallone and that whole character coming, you know, who's in hiding, being the superhero that's forced to come out of retirement. It did look like it could be a bit of a surprise package. Sadly, it didn't deliver on that front. The tone in contrast, it's like... It's like they didn't want to go hard in for the R rating or anything like that. Not that I'm saying that they should have. It's just that when you see an Amazon Prime, it's rated like 16 plus. So what's that, like a 15 then? I don't feel like it necessarily should have been that. It felt very much like a 12A, like they didn't want to go in necessarily hard with the blood and such. And again, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I would have felt that being this film, having that grittiness, having that feel, it could have been a bit more darker in tone. You know, it could have been really, really something else. And it just, yeah, just wasn't, just wasn't that. There's like a sprinkle of humour in there that works obviously at times but there's just there's just too much of a contrasting tone you've got a fantastic moment between Stallone and Walton's characters you know the that whole dynamic obviously coming to fruition on screen his gruffness his seriousness and then it's overshadowed by this corny villain and the storyline that comes with that but I do think the chemistry between Sam and obviously Joe in the film is, is entertaining enough and it's those sequences that make the film for me more than what the straight-up action sequences were like the action is, like I said at the start, there's not many memorable moments. In particular, I said the third act is, you know, it's, def it's definitely, it's definitely like for, for for action fans, this is your moment, and they do let Stallone loose in this. Like I did find the fight sequences were brutal, uh, brutal enough, but again, maybe just could have been a bit more. Uh, it was very well choreographed and such, but it just like I said, they let him loose, they unchained him, off he went and took out a few bad guys. And there was one moment in the story, um, in particular again with Stallone's character towards the end. That I I, I I thought was good. I did actually quite like what they did with the character um, for the, for those final moments kind of thing. So I won't say anything too much, so I'm not going to go into too many spoilers with this film. Uh, but that, for me, this particular plot moment uh, gave it an extra like half a star for me. So like I said, overall, it was... I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know what I was expecting. I was hoping it would be just be all right. And it's not all right, but it's just K. You know what I mean? It's just down. This is like, it's, yeah, it's K. Um, so out of uh, 10... It was going to be a four, but then obviously by this particular moment, it gave a half star, so I'm going to give it four and a half, which I think is mightily generous on this, because if this was based on the villain of the piece, um, it would be struggling to get a one, you know what I mean? But I think that these moments to say between Sam and, uh, and and Joe in the film, they were really, really good. And, and, I, and I'm not hoping that there's a sequel, but there's every chance there could be. I don't think there necessarily will be, depending on how well it's done. I'm not, I'm not read too much about what it's made or what people i'm assuming people have gone on the same boat that it's just k so there we have it i'm going to leave it there but like i say nothing new for the superhero feel I, I was hoping it'd be a bit different but hey that's just how it is um i'm not i say i'm glad i watched it because it was one that was on my to watch list but still could have been better could have been a lot better Thank you as always for listening to this podcast. It really is appreciated. I'll be back with a few more episodes in the coming weeks. Until then, though, of course, jump onto Facebook, give us a like on there, share away the podcast to say pass on. I would love that as well. Get in touch if you've seen Samaritan. Let me know your thoughts. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode, take care.